Good evening, ladies. So, I just realized tomorrow is the last day of the challenge. It has been truly wonderful praying for my husband, you praying for your husband. It has been truly phenomenal. I've been having such a great time. I didn't realize what time it is. I pray that you continue to listen to this podcast and that it's inspiring. I pray that you share this with somebody that you care about, you know, and please don't be afraid to re-listen to things. I am a vessel and I'm willing to help. If you would like to be interviewed, I'm looking for guests as well to tell tell others about your journey and how it can help other people. But welcome to day not 29. It's so bittersweet, y'all. So today, Holy Spirit gave me a word on praying for his words. Now, words can be a blessing and it can be a curse. You know, it can be what we say or how we say things that truly matters. You have to pay attention to things you know men are straightforward I want to say 95% of the time they are straightforward and they tell you what's on their mind or you know you have to believe what they say especially they have their actions have to line up first and foremost but a man will give you a clear picture of what he wants If he says he likes you, but he doesn't see a future with you, he means that, you know, you got to move on. Don't try to say, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that in order to keep him in, in my life. No, he said what he said, sis. So therefore, you have to pick up your cross and keep it moving because he told you what it was and it hurts. It it doesn't make any sense that he was wasting your time, but he, he was clear about what he said. I've dealt with something like that, and I had to learn. Like, he said what he said. I can't, I can't you know, dwell on it. So that was a sign from God. <laughs> God shows us many signs. But anyway, like I said before, you have to pay attention to what he says and how he says it to people like is he treating the waiter with respect I say that many times you know being demanding or is he saying you know being gracious because if he's mean to other people he's eventually going to be mean to you and if he's mean to other people and not you that's still a telltale sign that you don't need to be with him we want men that have an impact with our words in a positive manner his actions align up with his word if he says he's going to cut the grass on Thursday he's going to cut the grass on Thursday we want him to keep his promises and we have to keep our promises too you know mean what you say and say what you mean because nobody really knows what you mean until you tell us I try so hard to say stuff in a nice manner where nobody won't get their feelings hurt and not in a sugarcoat manner you know sometimes you can't sugar sugarcoat things it has to be you know a straight chaser
you can't dance around it. You know, if you want to help somebody, you know, if somebody breath stinks, there's a way about going about it. You know, you it, it depends on the person. Now, if it's your brother or sister, you could say, man, your breath stinks. <laughs> you know, it's, cert, it's certain audiences you can say that to. And then you have people you don't know, you offer them some gum. You know, because you don't want them out there, you know, being talked about or, you know, um, if you're going to be around me, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you or pull you to the side. If you got a booger in your nose, I'm going to tell you you got a bat, a bat in your cave. You know, it's a way about going about things. You can tell people things in a humorous manner. You don't have to straight up tell them, hey, you got booger in your nose, you know, in front of people. But you say, hey, you got a little sun dangling in the cave. <laughs> but let's get into these verses. It says in 1 Corinthians 2 and 13, this is what we speak. Not in words taught by us human wisdom, but the words taught by the spirit. Explaining spiritual realities in with spirit taught words. Holy Spirit has a way of getting to us. You know, God has a way of speaking to us in a way that we understand. You know, some people understand the King James Version. And some people understand God reading the message version. So we have to learn by what God taught us and that's by looking at our word you know firsthand experience like yesterday we talked about God giving him wisdom he gives us wisdom about things so we know what to say in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 18 in an NIV version all this is coming from the NIV version ladies it says, therefore, encourage one another with these words. Your words have to encourage people. Your words can do th two things. It can tear people down or it can build them up. You know, we want to pray for us as a parent to gently tell our children things so then they won't get offended. And it won't carry throughout their childhood. There are things that carry throughout your childhood into adulthood because somebody said it the wrong way. You know, people don't realize, well, parents don't realize what they say can affect the child's future. What they say can hold weight because we depend on our parents to take care of us so therefore if somebody that is taking care of us is calling us names like stupid ugly or you know idiot or that that hurts and now we think that we're idiots when we get older or we're stupid I remember teaching one of my special education children and you know, people don't realize that kids act out because they don't have that much attention at home or their parents are, 
being mean. So I had this one student. He kept saying, I'm stupid, I'm stupid, I'm stupid. You know, I'm not smart. And come to find out, one of his parents, I believe it was like his stepdad or somebody in his household was calling him stupid. And he believes that he is stupid. I pray that that has changed now, wherever he is on earth. But you can't call these kids stupid, especially when they're growing up. Now that they're they're out in the world thinking they're stupid, that nobody loves them. We have to encourage one another. You know, be be the light. A lot of times people need your presence in order to get by. You know, I hear a lot of people on Facebook about um traveling. You know, I'm in the travel industry. And I had commented on somebody's post and they told me like, you are so inspiring. You inspired me to get my passport. And little did I know that, you know, but people watch what you do. You have to encourage people with your words. It can, it can paint a beautiful picture or it could be paint a disaster. Be careful with your words. Now, do you want to hang around somebody that speaks life? into your life or do you want somebody that speaks death and back to what I was saying about the child you know when they have kids they're going to speak that same language that they were their kids are stupid unless they change unless they are surrounded by people that speak life into them one more verse y'all y'all know I gotta go into prayer Y'all know what it is with the word. The word is the word. Let me find a verse. That's a lot of words. Proverbs 1 and 2 says, Gain wisdom and instruction for understanding words of insight. We do that daily with the Bible with some words in the Bible that we don't understand. So therefore, we're going to look it up. Hmm. Remember, I was talking about negative words. It says in Job 19 and 2, it says, how long will you torment me and, and crush me with words? Sad words crush you. Now, think about when you apply for your dream job. Remember when you apply for your dream job and you got rejected and they say, oh, we regret to inform you, blah, 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 blah. Now those words sting. They might not have been bad, but those words sting. Another thing crossed my mind, y'all, is when I can't, it, it, it just bothers me so much on a level where parents will curse at their children. Like every other word, y'all, is a curse word. You're cursing your kids like you're cursing their generation. And that impacts them. And then you wonder why 
you get upset when you find out that your eight-year-old is cussing people out in class. They are like sponges. They pick up on what they see or what they hear. And you wonder where they learned that word from. Of course, there are children that curse at school and those and your kids you don't curse around your kids but they picked it up from jimmy because his parents cursed and it's not always you know it's not always from your household but they are surrounded by children that have a foul mouth i remember during the pandemic my niece had to be in first grade i think she was in first grade or kindergarten yeah, i think she was in kindergarten y'all and y'all know how the kids were on zoom this child been spelt a bad word in the chat in the chat y'all and you know you had to be at least like five or six maybe it was first grade but yeah just chat chatting in the um in the in the chat cursing in the chat I'm sorry <laughs> and the teacher was upset as she should be now these kids can't even can't even spell a name but they know how to spell a curse word and my nieces will tell y'all in a minute you're not personally cursing around me they know because cursing is a curse you curse yourself out just cursing there are other words that you can use that are quite effective but not but not the uh, help help somebody deteriorate it's another word that i'm trying to say but it won't i guess tear them down you got to stop trying to tear your children down they get they they'll get their point you can get your point across being speaking sweetly and I pray that my husband has a way with his words that kids will listen. And you know what? My job, there are, you know, kids that will be rambunctious, not listen to their parents. But a total stranger or somebody that has authority, they're going to listen. So there, it, it might be something that Kids fear their parents, not fear their parents, but there's something going on where children are like, oh, okay, that's mom just running her mouth. <laughs> that's dad talking a whole bunch of nothing. But there's a way about talking to the kids. There's a way. My teaching experience has came in handy for my other my other jobs I've been in you know it's a way to talk to kids it's a way to get stuff out of kids my nieces those my girls those my those my little mini road dogs they asked me um a couple months ago about being baptized and it just blew my mind that they were like, can we get baptized? One was already baptized, but the other one was asking. She was like, one, somebody said that when they get baptized, they get to see God or get closer to God. And I'm like, oh my goodness. See, that's why you have to 
pray for your kids and you have to be a positive influence in learning how to say stuff to them and not hurt their feelings. And sometimes you may hurt their feelings, but it's a way about going about things. All right, I didn't talk to y'all head off. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for joining us together. When two or three are gathered, you are in the midst. And Lord, we thank you for everything that you have done for us. Lord, I pray for my husband and these young ladies pray for their husband that he speaks words of wisdom. He speaks words of compassion that his words matter and what he has to say matters. I pray that he is not afraid to speak. And I pray that he has discernment on when not to speak. Lord, we ask that you bless him with his words. If he has something that upsets him, Lord, I pray that he finds what he should say. We ask that you guide him with Holy Spirit. We ask that you bless him, Lord. You bless the way he speaks to me and that he blesses other people with his words of encouragement, Lord. We ask that he leans not to his own understanding and that Holy Spirit has his way when he speaks to him, Lord. I pray that he understands when Holy Spirit speaks to him. I pray that he speaks with grace. I pray that he speaks with positivity. I pray that he speaks with love. I pray that he pours into our marriage, our ministry, our family, Lord. I pray that he speaks to his mother and his father with respect. Lord, I pray that they speak to him with respect as well, Lord. We ask that you order our steps, order his steps with his words, and his words will line up with your words, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord. We ask that he has great word choices. Lord, we ask that you expand his vocabulary. Lord, I ask that you extend my vocabulary too, Lord. That we find the words to say to comfort people when they are hurt. That we say the correct words to get our point across, Lord, without offending anybody, Lord. Lord, I pray for your everlasting love. Lord, I pray for your for joy in my husband's life. That he is spoken to with positivity. That people have spoke life into him, Lord, as an adult. I pray that whatever words that was spoken to him as a child, Lord, and it has affected him, Lord, I pray that he is healed, Lord. I pray that he is free from bondage, whatever words that was spoken over his life, Lord. And I pray for my life, Lord, that whatever was spoken over my life negatively, Lord, in his life, Lord, we send it back to the pits of hell. Lord, we thank you for being able to speak, being able to articulate our words. Lord, we pray for the spirit of articulation, Lord. We pray that we have the right lingo wherever we are, Lord, even if we had the code switch, Lord. We want to thank you. We give honor to you in the most highest praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in today, 29. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, ladies. We appreciate it. So let's see 
what I want you to read. Let's read and focus on Proverbs 1 and 2. Have a blessed night.